Hello and welcome to Cat Out of the Bag. I'm Cat Hennessy, and in this podcast, nothing is off limits. Hello, queens, and welcome back to another week of Cats Out of the Bag. I am so sorry for leaving y'all, y'all ladies and gents high and dry for the past few weeks. I've been moving house. I got back from holiday. Work has been hectic. So I just needed a few weeks to kind of like get my shit together and get ready to rip into some killer fucking episodes. <clears throat> so get in your seats, sit the fuck down and Turn your fucking headphones or speakers up because this is the episode you've been waiting for. What is it, you might ask? It is the boyfriend episode. Who is he? How did you meet? What does he do? All the questions you guys have asked me, I'm going to dive on into the ins and outs of my relationship, which feels so fucking weird to say. I'm like the ultimate single girl ever. Um But, you know, alas, we shall all find love and don't worry, I am still going to be as fun as fucking ever and at least, look, I mean, at least I've lived my single life in full form. I have countless stories and a huge, huge list of things I'll never run out of to tell you guys, so we're fine. Um, But, yeah, I, you know, I, I feel like I need to dive on in. I mean... So I'm pretty much, I'm dating Matt. So he is 38. He lives in Burley and we've been dating since January. We actually met last year at, um, so obviously I'm sure a lot of you know, I'm I'm friends with Lucy and Nikki who run Happy Hour Podcasts. Maybe some of you found my podcast through theirs, but they're truly good girlfriends of mine. And Nikki dates a guy called Ollie. He is 30th up in Cairns um, and he runs a music festival up there. And Matt, who's now my boyfriend, was up at the music festival because he is a music producer. So he was up there with Boo Seeker touring and I met him at an after party and we literally sat in the corner for, I'm going to say like two and a half hours having the biggest DNM. Like the moment I met him, I just felt like super, super connected to him. We just chatted for hours, got along so well. I just thought he was the nicest, most down to earth dude ever. And that was all great. And then, you know, he left, I left, like nothing happened. And we kind of stayed in touch on Instagram. Like we'd message and send each other voice notes um, over the next few months, but we like never actually met up. Um, And then he was kind of like seeing someone else for a little bit and then um, that kind of ended and he had a little like house party in January that I came to with a friend and um, we hung out again and like got along really well. Obviously nothing happened, but just like got along so well as mates and I was definitely keen on him and he was obviously keen on me clearly. Lol, look at, look at me now guys. Just kidding, but not really. Um, and then he messaged, messaged me the next day and we were like texting a little bit. And then on Sunday he was like, Oh, what are you doing tonight? Like, do you want to hang out? And ended up taking me out to dinner. And I remember this like, Oh God, this, I feel like even though it was like 
five months ago. Like it feels like I'm going way back into my memory bank of like calling my girlfriends being like, guess what? But I remember like him asking me to dinner and I was like, okay, cool. Like, where do you want to go? He was like, let's just go somewhere around Burley. He lives in Burley. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll get an Uber. Like, which is what I'd normally do. Like I wouldn't take my car if I was going on a date in Burley. It's like a $12 Uber. And if I want to have more than two wines, you just don't need to worry about it. And he's like, oh, don't be ridiculous. I'll come pick you up. I was like, ding, green flag. I was like, when has any guy ever offered to come and pick me up? Literally maybe once in my life. I was like, oh, it's it's fine. I can get an Uber. No, no, don't be ridiculous. I'll come grab you. I was like, okay, gentleman vibe comes and picks me up, opens the car door for me. And I was like, okay, <laughs> sorry, what? Go to dinner. We go to this um, place called Mr. Hazula's in Burley. It's like this um, Asian fusion kind of place. Like had like really good chats, had a few cocktails, like all was good. And then like towards the end of the dinner, I was like, oh, fuck, I really need to pee. I'm like going to go to the bathroom. And this wasn't like my classic, like it wasn't, you know, one of those things where a girl's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom and see if he pays. Like I literally needed to pee. So I went to the bathroom and I came back out and we're like chatting a bit longer and I was like, we we're like, okay, let's go. And then um, I was like, what about the bill? He's like, oh no, I, I sorted it while you're in the bathroom. And I was like, oh, like wasn't expecting that, but like what a fucking legend. I was like, oh, you didn't need to do that. He's like, don't be silly. I was like, thank you so much. I was like, he was like, would you want to have some more wines? I was like, absolutely. I was like, how about I get the bottles of wine? And I can't even remember if he let me do that or not, but like, you know, it was just like easy going and good from the start. So then we like walked to the car opens the car door for me again. I shit you not guys. He opens the car door for me still to this day, every time we go to the car. And like, I know some people would be like, I'm an independent woman, like fuck that. But like chivalry is not fucking dead. And I will tell you when he opens that car door for me, something inside my little pussoir goes ding, ding. I love this. Like, I don't know what it is. I just love it. I love being like, I think it's probably because I've dated so many fucking assholes that treat me like I'm a piece of shit. So to have a guy that is like so respectful, so different to anyone I have ever dated. Like I literally, it is like worlds in between them. Like I can't even explain it, but like to be with someone anyway, I'm rambling, but like just the whole door thing, it like got me and And he still does it every time. Like, even if it's fucking raining, guys, like, I'm not even kidding. If it's raining, he will still walk around to open my door for me. I'm like, babe, get the car. Like, stop being a sicko. He's like, no, don't be ridiculous. I'm like, you're fucking twisted. Like, this is not, like, no. Anyway, but like, and then I'm like, fucking open my door, bitch. No, just kidding. But um, it is, it's really nice to actually be treated how I deserve and how people are deserved to be fucking treated by the person they love. Cause I'm so fucking giving when I'm in a relationship with someone, like I just give the, that person everything and I've never received that in return. But this is like the first time I've ever felt like I've, it's been equal. So anyway, so yes, we, we left the date and we got some more bottles of wine and we came back to his and has this beautiful home in Burley and we were like having wines upstairs. And he, as I said, he's a music producer. So he works with heaps of amazing artists like Bruce Seeker, just like Lastlings. He's done stuff with like Hayden James and Rufus. And, you know, he's, he's super, super talented. He would never fucking admit that, but he is. So I'm always like his hype girl being like, did you know he worked with this person? He's like, 
please shut up. Anyway, so he came back and he took me down to his studio because like he has his studio at his house where he'll like bring artists to record albums and all of that. And I'm like in the studio, we're like listening to music together, drinking wine, just like having the best time. I'm like, oh my God, this is the best day I've ever fucking had. I was like, this is literally the best day I've ever fucking had. So I'm sitting in there having the best time and and we like went back upstairs, we were hanging out and then it kind of got a bit late where I was like, oh shit, I should probably go. It's like, oh, you can stay over if you want. I was like, oh, oh yeah, okay. And I was, we like went to bed. We hadn't even, we hadn't kissed, like nothing had happened yet. We went to bed and then we started kissing and in my head I was like, don't sleep with him, don't sleep with him, don't sleep with him. So I slept with him. I was like, fucking hell, I'm hopeless. But like everything was just so perfect and so good. I was like... Yeah, I really wanted to like hold off, but I didn't, I, I didn't, but it actually ended up working in my fucking favor. I'm sitting downstairs in now my living room, which is at his apartment, his house. So anyway, we'll get to that. But, um, so yeah, so we ended up having sex. It was awesome. Like we just connected so well. He was, he's like such a gentleman sexually as well. Like would never, I've, I've had a lot of guys like pressure me into things and like that. I feel like they just don't read the room like at all. Whereas like I've dated guys who with, or even like if it's a boyfriend and you're not in the mood and they're like, oh, you don't want to have sex. And like, I've had guys be like, oh, you just don't want to have spontaneous sex with me. You're so boring. Like make me feel like shit because maybe my stomach's sore or like maybe my peri- I have period cramps, or, you know, whatever it is. But Matt has never done that. If I'm like, you know, not feeling it, he's just like so fine. And it's, it's, it's like, is this what it's normally meant to be? Like I think it is, but I think I've just dated a bunch of fucked up people. Um, anyway, so we have sex. It was great. I wake up the next morning. I actually can't re- really remember the first time because I was so drunk. Um, so I just can't give you too many details on that, but we can get to that. Um, and I wake up the next morning. I'm like, Hey, um, I'm going to call an Uber. And he was like, Oh, don't be ridiculous. I was like, Oh, what, what do you mean? He goes, just take my car. I was like, no, I'm not going to take your car. And he was like, no, seriously, I'm working in the studio all day. I don't need it. Just take it. I was like, oh, um, is this his like idea of like trying to see me again? But I was like, okay, this is probably a good sign. And I was like, oh, I mean, like, if you don't mind, like, sure. <laughs> Took his fucking car. Anyway, drive home, go to work for the day. I'm on this like fucking high. Like, I'm like, holy shit. This is the best day I've ever fucking had. Like, I'm obsessed. I'm in love. Like I've met my person. I know not really. That's probably a bit of an exaggeration, but I'm very like hot and heavy quickly. Hold on. Let me just sip my wine ladies. I've, I've had two wines. So I feel like I needed to, to like get more into the story and give you all the deeds. Mm, bit of AM, ASMR for you guys. Anyway, so I drive his car home. I obviously dial every single person in my favorites list and tell them every single detail about the day. And I go on my day. Oh no, sorry, I've left out a very important part. I got home and like, as soon as I got home, he messaged me going, hey, I had such a nice time with you last night. Like, so like followed up text, didn't leave me like hanging all day with his car being like, is this guy going to fucking like Uber to me and pick up his car? Like he was like straight on the text, like super, like communicated so much and was just fucking awesome. So um, that happened. And then I think he messaged me like around like lunchtime was like, oh, what are you doing tonight? Like fancy, um, 
you know, watching, because we, we started some TV shows, like fancy watching this TV show and like getting takeaway. And I was like, yeah, why not? So I ended up driving over again the next night. And then the same, we hooked up, like we had great sex. I woke up in the morning, he goes, take my car again. I go, oh no, 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 honestly, like we're going to stay in a weird cycle if we, if we do this. And he's like, no, 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 seriously, take my car took his car again the next morning and I was like, no, no. And he, and then I ended up taking the car again and then like same kind of thing happened. And he was like, do you want to hang out again tonight? And I was like, oh no, is this guy like really keen? But like, I'm really keen too. So like, do I just go with it? I was like calling my best friend being like, is this too much? Like you want to hang out again? She was like, fuck it, babe. Just fucking do it. Who gives a shit? Like if you're into it and you like him, like why not? Went over again and then I think we hung out three nights in a row. Could have been four, but I think like the third night I was like, let's get dinner here and then I'll get my car and drive it back to yours. So it was like, I'll get my own vehicle there because I didn't want to be like this weird stingy chick that's like, hello, can I take your car? Because I don't want to spend $7 on an Uber. Like I didn't, and even though he was just like so generous. Anyway, so it, everything just, we just kind of like flowed from there and we just kept hanging out and like everything was all good. And I even like a week, like a week later, like I was going to Brisbane and I think something was wrong with my car or like my car needed cleaning or something. He's like, Hey, like, do you just want to take my car to Brisbane? And like, I can take your car and clean it for you. Like, he's just like, he's a sicko. Like he isn't a real human. Like everything he does is just so it's just out of this world. Like he's so considerate, so caring and treats me so fucking well. Like I can't, there's just like so many explanations. Like, like even the, the other day, he's like, Hey babe, I'm just going to clean your car for you. And like fully vacuumed and cleaned my, and washed my entire car for me just cause he wanted to. And like made me this fucking sick desk for me to work on every day. Like spent like seven hours fucking sticking these tiles to this desk for me. Anyway, I'll get, I'll, let's get to your questions. Cause I'm going to just start rambling about weird stories, which I'm sure you're loving, but I'm going to answer the questions you guys have actually sent in. So already told you his name's Matt and he's a music producer. How do we meet? I've told you, what did you do for your first date? Wow. I've really fucking rolled through these. Who made the first move? Um, I mean, I guess he did. Cause he asked me out, but it was very like flirtatious, like you'd be, you'd have to say you're fucking dumb if you didn't pick up on there being a little bit of a vibe. Someone said, are you moving in together? So yes, I moved in a few days ago. Um, so this was something I was like really skeptical on and we were both like, cause we're both, I don't know, he's come out of a serious relationship last year and I moved in with my ex pretty like probably after like three or four months and it was a huge mistake. And I was like, always like, I'm never going to do that again. I'm never, but I don't know. I just feel like everything with Matt has been so different to every single relationship I've had. Like we've not fought once. Whereas like I was having screaming fits with my ex within like a month and a half because he was such a cunt. So it just, it's just kind of like progressed into that. And then like 
I ended up going to Bali for a few weeks solo because he was playing a lot of festivals over the period. So like he couldn't come and it was so awesome to like go back to Bali and see all my girlfriends and have some me time. But it was also like we missed each other so much and like I thought it was like a really good thing for me to do at the start of a relationship because I can be like, you know, you know what you like when you fall in love and you're it's early stages and you can live in each other's pockets and like spend a lot of time together. I just thought it was like really important that like I maintained my independence that I built over the past few years, because I think that's like something that's I've really worked on. I've really worked on like making new friends and building some solid relationships, you know, down the coast. Like it's all been, you know, everyone who I'm super close with now are like pretty new friends, but like we're very, very close. But that's only come from like, you know, actually spending that quality time building those relationships. And I don't want to suddenly get a boyfriend and like that'll, you know, I've which I've done in the past. I've been in relationships in the past where I'll just like drop off from friends and, and when friends do that to me, I fucking hate it. So I never want to be that chick, you know. So, um, yeah, so I went to Bali and it was really good and I got back and I pretty much just haven't left since. Like every night he was like, you're not leaving, you have to stay. And it kind of just got to the point where I was starting to feel guilty because my roommates were just feeding my cat and they were like, it's fine, we love Sabbath. But I was also like, it's just not fair on you guys. And they were like, don't be ridiculous. Like we have another cat, it's fine. It's it's not a big job. But it was just in the back of my head. And then I just wasn't going home anymore. And I'm like, you know, why am I spending money on rent somewhere else when I could be helping out Matt with this? And so we ended up making the call and um, putting, I posted a thing on my Instagram, which you guys probably saw. And we found someone like within days and the girl who's moving in is awesome. And yeah, so I officially moved in on Tuesday and I'm feeling so good about it. Obviously I'm still living in absolute fucking mayhem when it's like boxes of this and we're like merging two things together. Like it's like merging my kitchenware with his kitchenware. I'm like, thank God your house is a fucking huge because if it wasn't I'd be like wigging out right now but um yeah so it's just kind of exciting like setting up our new space and like I've got a whole bunch of new art I've even got my own podcast area so he has a second lounge room downstairs which I've set up as like my creative space so I'm currently sitting on my new podcast couch with my equipment I've got a desk set up for my like day-to-day work at Princess Polly and like I want to do my content and everything down here. So I'm feeling like really inspired and really good. And it just, yeah. So we're living together now and it all just feels great. I sound like the most whipped motherfucker on this. Holy shit. This music, it's like, I can't. Anyway, um, have you spoken about all the serious stuff or are you winging it? Um, Matt's actually super transparent and we have like, I'm pretty straightforward and like, you know, I'm not one to shy away from my opinion and what I want. Um, But I think because he's a bit older, like, because he's 38, he's he's been married before. Like, that's a whole nother story. But like, he's lived another life. Um, And I think it just, he also has a daughter um, who's 15, who's fucking amazing. And I love her so much and we get along so well, which is so, so epic. Um, But yeah, like I think like because of those situations, it made those more serious conversations so much easier to talk about. Like he was so open with me from the start. Um, we definitely see each other as like forever. Like 
we want to like, now that I'm here, we want to, you know, make a plan, save up, get a house, do all those things. And like, he doesn't leave me feeling uncertain or unsure of myself at all, which is a really, really nice feeling. Um, And I've definitely had relationships in the past where I've like felt insecure and felt like unworthy or like I wasn't good enough or, you know, you just question yourself and there's not been one moment where I've felt like that with him. And I think that's why it feels so right. Like I just, there's, there's no question in my mind. Um, someone was like, did you see if he was a good root first or did you treat him mean and keep him keen vibes? Well, I already gave that away because I fucked him on the first date, which, you know, finest moment or not finest moment. What if he lent me his car if I didn't show him my sex skills? sex skills lol who the fuck says that anyway so someone else says how is the sex sex is great um we are both very sexual and I think this is what I love most about him is his so well not what I love most I love everything about him but like one of the things that's a huge highlight is he is so um open sexually very much so similar to me in that way um like I want to do like a swingers podcast where I like go on to cover to a swingers party and like interview people. And he's like, fuck yeah, babe, I'll come. I'm like, fuck yeah, you legend. Like any other guy would be like, you are not going to a swingers party. And he's like, let's do it. Like this will be hilarious. So he's just super on my level and like not, I don't know, like so someone else has written, does he get jealous about how open you are about sexual encounters from the past? And like, he just doesn't like, we're open with each other. He is my biggest supporter of like my business, my podcast. Like he is like, you know, get out there, you do this. Like that's hilarious. Like I'll tell a show him a story and he, he just froths it and thinks it's great and like loves that I'm like motivated and driven. And I think because like he, I don't know if I may even should say this, but I'm going to, but like his ex didn't have a job and he kind of like, supported her and um that's just so not my vibe like I'm I don't know I I'm so run my own race and I'm so independent and like I'm such a go-getter and I think he's not used to that so I think it's like super refreshing for him and he just like loves everything that I'm about and just doesn't rain on my parade at all like if anything he like encourages me more and is like you want to have a threesome I'll have a threesome you want to go to a fucking sex show I'll come to the sex show like he's just I say you know I was gonna say I say jump he says how high but no not really like it's not like that at all it's just like we're so mutually compatible in that way so that's amazing um so yeah sex is great even like um a few weeks into dating we're maybe like together for like three and a half weeks and like I found this sick accommodation down in Bangalore in like near Byron and I was like, I want to surprise him and take him away. And I was like, I don't know if it's too much. Like I don't want to like wig him out. And I ended up like speaking to his girl best friend. She's like, babe, fucking do it. So booked the accom and he was like so stoked. He's like, no one's ever done something like this for me before. And we went away. We went out on the best dinner and we literally stayed up all night having sex. Like every anything you can fucking imagine. It was so excuse me, um, wine burp. Um, yeah, it was so amazing. We set up all night with the best time. It was just like, I don't know, everything's just been fucking awesome. So yeah, sex is great. He like, he's, I think the other thing is he's 
all about pleasuring me. So like there's been plenty of times where he's been like, no, babe, just lie down. Like I'm going to get you, I'm going to get you off. Like uh, it's your turn. And just like, will go down on me or like use the vibrator on me. And then like that be it and not expect to have sex with me. But I feel like every other relationship I've had, it hasn't felt like it's always felt as though if they do something to me, I have to give something back or it's, it's always felt like it's calculated in a way. And that, I know that feels really weird saying that, but I just, I don't feel pressured at all. And I think throughout my whole sexual encounter, every sexual encounter I've had throughout my whole like teens and twenties, like I've always felt this like weird pressure in a way. And it's really fucked up. It's so fucked up. And I think that definitely comes down to like not being taught enough growing up and not learning enough and everything. But yeah, I've just felt like pressure to do things and do things to please and probably do things that I don't even really enjoy, but because you think it's normal and I just, it's so refreshing to not feel that way at all, like not in the slightest. So yeah, sex is great. Very happy. Um, lots of orgasms, no complaints. Um, so do you miss anything about being single? Um, no, I really don't. I mean, I think the only thing I'd miss is the fact that I'm like being super naughty, like in terms of eating and stuff. Like I felt like I was on a really good routine of like cooking super healthy meals and like being really good like that. And, um, we've been in like a bit of a love bubble where we're like having ice cream every night and like getting fucking Maccas, which I just wasn't doing before. So I think that would probably be like, I miss that like um, routine um, that I was really the independence and routine I'd built with myself. Like, sorry, my cat's like playing with the fucking blind. Um, Yeah. So I'd built like a really good routine with the gym and like exercising and, and diet and everything, which like obviously isn't everything and I can get back into it. It's just like when you're in a new relationship, you know, it's nice to sleep in and it's winter, like going into winter, it's fucking freezing. So who wants to get up and go to the gym anyway? So yeah, there's, that's probably the only thing that I'd say, I guess I miss, but that's all something that I can do in this relationship too. It's just about like me you know, setting boundaries for myself and um, being stricter on myself in that sense, because I'm the only one that can make myself to go up and get to the gym and I'm the only one that can say no to the ice cream. So anyway, that that's a later problem. I'm going to let my, um, let, let a little bit of fat on my, on my, um, on my body and get, get snuggly and cozy. Um, what is your favorite thing to do with him? Um, fuck, that's a hard one. I don't know. I love doing everything with him, but, um, I mean, we're like, so I've never seen Breaking Bad before. Hot tip. If you haven't seen Breaking Bad, fucking turn on your TV immediately and watch it. But it's always been on my list and Matt's like obsessed with it. He's seen it like five times, sicko. Um, and he was like, we need, you need to watch it. Like you're fucking kidding. Anyway. So we've been obsessed with watching Breaking Bad and we've literally been watching it like every night. So I feel like that's like my new favorite thing at the moment, but also love like hanging out with him and the dog and like going to dinners, like all that usual stuff. So nothing, nothing too out of the ordinary. Um, what part of him made you go, okay, this is my man. Um, I think once again, just like how he makes me feel and um, how comfortable I am around him and how normal everything feels. It just, it doesn't feel like any other relationship I've had in the best way possible. And I just feel, 
I just like know that he's it. Like there's not a bone in my body that questions it. So I think that was probably, that was probably it. Like, and, and it was just like green flag after green flag. Like there's not one thing he's done where I've gone, oh, that's weird. Or I didn't really like that. Like nothing It's like, I'm um, honestly think he's like, could be like a robot or like, I don't know. Cause he's too perfect. I'm like, I just don't get it. I'm like, I keep waiting for like the penny to drop or the needle to drop, whatever. I think it's penny drop. Anyway, I'm just keep waiting for that because everything's so perfect that I think the way that I'm inclined with how my past relationships have been and how they've been so toxic, I'm like so used to that being the, the way that I'm like waiting for that to happen, which is so fucked up and it hasn't happened and it's not going to. So I need to kind of just like get with, with the now and what's, what's actually going on. Um, how did he ask you to be his girlfriend or did you ask him? So I know we'd like spoken about it and like kind of been like, you know, I'm just happy to see where it goes. Like we, we spoke about like not putting pressure on it and just like taking it slowly. And then we were like having a few wines one night and he was like cuddling me in the kitchen and kissing me. And he goes, are you my girlfriend? And I was like, I don't know. Am I? He goes, do you want to be? And I went, yeah. And then we like started making out. And then we had some friends over and I announced to the entire room that we were boyfriend and girlfriend. They were like, obviously. I was like, thank you. And then walked away. (laughs) I'm such a loser. Um, And L-bomb, have you told each other you love each other? Yes. Um, It was really weird. So we had two friends over. And it was um, the four of us drinking. We're all super tired. And Matt went out to get some more wine. And I was like, guys, I just have this like urge to tell him I love him. Like I just need to say it. Like there's some, every bone in my body is like, tell him you love him. And I was leaving to Bali the next week. And we were having a conversation like, if, if you want to do it, just do it. Like don't hold the stigma around it. I was like, I know I'm such an advocate for that. Like I'll just do it. I shoot you not 20 minutes later. I'm walking past him and he goes, love you. I go, what? And then I like walk to the room and he comes in. I was like, did you say something? And he was like, I love you. And I was like, I love you too. And we like started making out. And then ever since then, like every second we're like, love you, love you, love you. So that's how that happened. Um, how is he different to your exes? I feel like I kind of answered that. He's just like so epic, so down to earth, so raw and real and it, He's just the fucking best. Oh, also, my friends fucking froth him. Every single one of my friends is literally obsessed with him. Like, we got we went to a wedding last weekend of people that I've known for like ten years, and I literally think I got in. We we got invited like a bit later, which is so fine. Um, but I literally think I got invited because they liked him so much. Like, I feel like he got me invited to my own friend's wedding, and it's like becoming a like joke now. He's like, my friend, your friends are going to start liking me more than they like you. I was like, they actually are. Like, I'm not even kidding. He's also met my parents and they love him and they're like, he's, you know, the best guy we've ever met. Like, you know, favorite person you've brought home is awesome. So yeah, it's just, I mean, I know you've been asking for this and I feel like I wanted to have some hot, sexy goss about some like craziness, but I mean, I feel like that's some pretty juicy deeds and yeah, just everything's just going fucking awesome and I'm loved up and it's just so refreshing. And literally the the Friday night before I went to his house party, I was talking to my girlfriend going, I just feel like I'm getting left behind. I just feel like I'm never going to meet my person. And 
you know, that's all I want. Like all my friends have these awesome relationships and I just feel like I'm never going to find that. And lo and behold, if that's the saying, two days later, I fucking go on a date with this guy who I'm like, it, it, you just never know. And I just want, you know, I want everyone out there to not put pressure on themselves. Like if you're 34 and you're single, who gives a fuck? If you're 28 and single, who cares? If you're 28 with kids, who cares? Like you've got to run your own race and like take that pressure off. It's just, it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. It doesn't matter what the um, standard society is set because at the end of the day, you're your own person. You are unique. You are different. And if you weren't, the world would be fucking boring. So if you want to fuck 50 people and, you know, not not like go on a second date with anyone and just, you know, live your best whole life, then fucking do that. But if you really want to find someone and you want to go on dates, then date, date away. Like I just, it's just people have got to stop putting pressure on themselves for it. And like your person's out there and when you meet them, you'll know and- Don't ever settle for anything that you're not worth because I have almost settled that many times. And because I have like the support network around me that pushed me out of settling is where I am now. And it's so fucking worth it in the long run. So yeah, don't settle for something. If you have a fucking gut instinct that it's not right, get out of there because the longer you stick in something that you're not sure about, then the harder it's going to be and the longer it's going to take to meet that next person. So yeah, I, you know, I just want, I want you all to meet your mats. Lol. I love you all so much though. And I hope you enjoyed me fucking blabbing on about my BF. Um, I know a bunch of you requested for me to get him on too. So I guess I'll probably do that and get his, his, his opinion on the stories. Uh, um, so yeah, I hope you all have the most fabulous week and, um, thank you so much for listening. Always want to hear from you. So if there's any episode ideas or anything you want to hear from me, questions fire away and I will speak to you next week. Bye. Cats Out of the Bag is proudly part of the Acast Creator Network. Special shout out to Rode Microphones for powering this episode. Guys, you know how much I love cheeks and I've spoken to you guys about this before and how it has transformed my sex life and knowledge. But in case you're not familiar with it, Cheeks is a subscription-based sexual wellness platform and every member gets access to erotic movies and audio stories, workshops on sexual wellness and educational blogs full of helpful articles. You can play monthly or yearly and I absolutely love it. And I've even got some better news. So Cheeks has just launched their first ever movie. It's awesome. I don't want to lie. I got a little bit hot and heavy watching it. It was fab. So it pretty much starts off with this woman going to this nude life drawing class. And this woman comes out who's, I would say she's plus size. She's stunning. And this woman looks at her in awe of her confidence and how she can get up and stand in front of all these people. And this lady convinces her to get up and get naked in front of the whole class and it slowly transforms into them making love. And it goes on and on and I don't want to give any spoilers away because you've got to get on and watch it, but it's so good. It's so artistic. It It's so like beautifully produced and, you know, they have a load of other movies on their website that are ethical and trustworthy production houses like Joy Bear, Erica Lust, but this is their first ever Cheeks movie production. And 
honestly felt like I was watching a bloody award-winning little porno there. It was such a vibe. And I just love that they show all different types of bodies and different women on there. Like, you know, they had a a range of different sized women. And as like, I'm a size 12 and to see someone naked having sex that looks a bit more like me is refreshing. It's amazing. I, you know, I grew up comparing myself to my friends and celebrities. And I did things throughout my twenties, like make myself feel more comfortable when I just should love who I am. Like I'll give you guys a prime example, but like I've always been super self-conscious about my nipples because I dated this guy when I was younger who told me my nipples are really big. And every time I'd get with a guy, I'd like literally make my nipples hard so that they would look smaller. And if I had realistic porn and realistic women to look up to when I when I was growing up, I feel like I would have avoided all of this. And this is just why I'm so passionate and feel so strongly about what Cheeks is doing. And it's just such an incredible platform. And yeah, you've got to get on there. It's called Muse. It's awesome. And I absolutely loved it. So I also want to let you know that I have a code CAT, which you can access Cheeks for a free 14 days when you select the annual subscription option. If you feel like that's not for you, you can cancel at any time during the trial period or switch to a monthly option. Head to getcheeks.com. That is G-E-T-C-H-E-E-X.com or click the link in the episode description to get your free access. Enjoy, ladies. You're going to love it. Ladies and gentlemen, I should say. It is so fab and I can't wait for you guys to tell me what you think about Muse the Movie. 